Now the story of a wealthy family who lost everything and the one son who had no choice but to keep them all together. It's TC and Jake. All right, this is uh, It's Just Banter. TC, as he said last week, uh, so poetically, unemployment fits him like a glove. So he's, he's out of town this week. Uh, and uh, I am not going to do some weird calendar joke. I don't care about the month, the day, whatever. Hmm. But I do have here with me our good friend KJ Ellis, who has left the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex he has gone from uh, the south side of the Metroplex to the north side of uh, really probably if you just if you just put a line right through North America, you've got to be north of like the middle of North America. I am certainly north of the uh, Mason-Dixon line, as uh, I set out to guarantee whenever uh, choosing a relocation destination. But uh, I do find it odd that you would disregard like a calendar on what is clearly known to be National Healthcare Recruiters Day. Which, oh wow, yeah, that's tough. As that's one tough. myself, uh, I do appreciate having a day set aside, uh, and when that like overlaps with my wife's birthday, it's just a day of celebrations here in the Ellis household. Yeah, you know, and the reason that it would so it would be a day of celebration for me, um, but. Jack Del Rio was the coach of the Jaguars like 10 years ago and not now. <laughs> because, yeah, that would have been pretty sweet. Yeah. That would have been pretty sweet. <laughs> you, you already know I, I pulled up his Wikipedia and like tried to come correct with knowing exactly what his win percentage was as a head coach for the Jags. And all I ever associate with Jack Del Rio and his time with the Jags is, A, it predated my fandom, but... I did have respect at the time for his uh, willingness to be an absolute D-hole. And uh, what did he do? Go to Reebok to make them, uh, like, commission them to make, like, custom-fit suits? Yeah, he was the, he was he and Mike Nolan were the two guys that brought back the suit. Um, and then you have to wear, like, a turquoise suit, which is just, I don't know, not a, not a move I can imagine a guy who calls January 6th a dust-up can pull off. <laughs> Yeah, him and the Joker. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah, so uh, it's probably never good if you don't work in politics. If uh, if when I Google your name and I scroll just like barely down and uh, it says topic in the news 2021 United States Capitol attack, click here for latest updates or more context. Now, if you're Nancy Pelosi or you're Marjorie Taylor Greene, maybe... But if you're a defensive coordinator, you prefer not. <laughs> I feel like uh, the moment he said, I'm seeing these images on television, like he outed yeah. himself to be like, I don't know any of the facts. I didn't really look right. into this. He didn't even go to like to Twitter timeline. He was just like, I'm seeing this on TV. And he's like motioning that it's like coming in waves. I'm like, oh. I wonder where you would see more images of destruction of like, uh, you know, the June 2020 uh, protests turned into riots uh, on, on one channel versus another. And I'm like, dude, as many people will tell you, this is not it. Uh, you really could have said less in that moment. Like, 
of all the shit storms to be going on, like the only person saying do do more and continue on. And the reason he won't get fired is like Dan Snyder's like, this is fucking great. Yeah. I'll pay attention to this guy. (laughs) You kind of got to feel for Ron Rivera a little bit, you know, he's like, all right, make me a deal. Uh, Jack Del Rio goes away and I don't have to be the one to fire him and I'll take the cancer back. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've had enough problems. I got all this shit. I don't even know what this cheerleader thing is. But <laughs> that didn't have anything to do with me. Like, Apparently, the, my owner's wife is the owner now. I don't even know. Just give me like a slow day and I'll, t- I'll take the ravenous rebel forces of... Of my cancer. I will unring the bell. <laughs> How many interns from FedEx would he be willing to hire to offset like, right. Jack Del Rio? Right. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, he had to put up with Arthur Smith, <laughs> who wasn't an intern at FedEx, but his dad does own FedEx. <clears throat> yeah, that's good Grinded connect. it up. So uh, you did say that it was your wife's birthday, and uh, I didn't reply in our group chat, but very cute cute video of what happens when you hand a kid a bouquet of flowers and tell him to give your mom the flowers i've learned a lot of lessons uh over the last year and a half of being a dad or i guess almost two years but uh nothing has really taught me much except for the last three months of uh you tell your kid to do something and uh, 80 percent time they'll listen and when they do you're like oh this is great you say okay say happy birthday mama when you go in the when you go in the uh, house, great. Hold the flowers, give them to your mom, and he just proceeds to rip all of the leaves or whatever you call them, petals, off of every f- uh, flower in the bouquet and just hands them to her and just puts them in her hand, throws them <laughs> in the ground. And you know she thought it was cute, um, and she was happy with it. So uh, that's 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 all that matters. It's better than me signing his name like with my left hand, which. I don't know if you've done that yet or if you've tried to like chase down the kid to like have her sign the card and scribble, but the fake signing of gifts like on behalf of your kids, like I'm already like committing to that ain't it. So there's uh the one thing that we tried and it was not without, uh, without some issues, but it did work better. was like the handprint on a plate. Okay. Cause if in, we fucked a couple of them up. We might even have gone with a foot. <laughs> I can't remember. But we got like these molds made. And so then like they stay covered in saran wrap. And then when you take them off, the problem is like you don't give any shots at it. Yeah. And but we did eventually figure it out. And like, you know, as if you're dealing, you, imagine yourself in like a two or three year old's mind. You're like, what are they doing? <laughs> like, why are they f- like forcing my hand into a foreign substance bracing my wrist and being like push her like just go down (laughs) like that's such a weird like it feels like a branding you know but whatever like result they come up with you've got to think that it makes more sense and we've talked about this before like okay let's say they understand the concept of a signature or a notary like whatever like official (laughs) sentiment that's supposed to communicate like if they got that they'd be like that doesn't fucking make any sense either like i could have just told them it's from me and that's more personal than I wrote my name on it two days ago. So you, it, it means more like, and I was like, eh, uh, I, I think, uh, I'm just going to teach my kid about DocuSign and just yeah. have him tap his name for every gift signed every, uh, from here on out. 
Yeah, I don't have a, a better solution for you, but in 1993, I definitely thought that by 2022, I would have been to, I'd have a season pass to Jurassic Park, <laughs> and that people would have been like, "Why are we? Why are signatures? Like, why are we? This is the dumbest shit ever!" Like, seriously, imagine. Like, I can't even remember. Like, I was somewhere recently. Uh, and they're like, you know, you like the signature needs to look like, you know, cause if you're at the grocery store mm-hmm. or whatever, you can just like draw a dick. But if you go to, you know, there's some places like the bank, obviously they want them to tax documents look similar. And even if you're using DocuSign, like the fact that the signature needs to look like other ones is, uh, a real, uh, shocking thing of current modern society. You're just like, yeah, we just still just write shit down. <laughs> It just has to look like the other times you wrote it down, which also like imagine what a like that's fucked up, right? Like, because at what point in life is there any other thing like you can decide as you should be able to to uh, I don't know if it's decide. I don't want to piss people off, but you can at some point in your life present as a different gender. Perhaps you're born that way. Perhaps uh, that's just what feels more comfortable to you. You can get a haircut, you know, right? You can fucking tan you can like do all. You can't pass like twenty five. Just decide. I hate the. You know how I know? Because I hate my signature. But I'm fucking been locked in forever. Like it's it's. Yeah, I hate it. Every time they send us like a football to send to an air conditioning company, and they're like, "We gotta sign this." I'm like, I don't want everybody to know how bad mine looks compared to theirs. Every time, I hate it, and I'm locked in. You gotta think that. Uh the moment in which you transition from like, okay, I'm signing this just for, you know, a receipt at a restaurant to, as I went through the other day at a DMV and they directly tell you this needs to look as if, you know, it's, it's your other signatures. You're like, all right, well, how the fuck would you know? And are you going to check? Because I guarantee like whatever I give you right now, you're gonna be like, okay, good enough. Uh, so, yeah, you mentioned I moved from Dallas to uh, now I'm in Madison, Wisconsin. Um, a couple things of note and differences beyond the obvious. Yeah. I, I'd like to start in the pros category, which of which there are many. Um, I lost my driver's license somewhere in the transition of I drove the car up here along with the dog flew back so that my wife didn't have to fly up with a toddler and a newborn by herself. So somewhere in the transition of like driving up and flying back, I probably left it like in a TSA bucket, leaving Madison, going back to DFW. So I knew I had to get through security without any ID. Uh, Basically my Costco card and a couple other things I piled together and Getting through TSA, no big deal. Getting back to Madison, no big deal. When I get to the DMV to re-request a new license, I'd already ordered a birth certificate and I knew combined with like a marriage license, this would pass. They present me with like my signature from the marriage license. I'm like, I don't know who the fuck signed this or when this (laughs) came from. I've never seen this before. Like, I was like, who's this guy who married? I have no idea anything about that document. Right. But they were like, okay, replicate that. Or if you have your passport, I'm like, I don't know. It's, It's packed somewhere. Don't have it. Don't have it at all. Go through that whole process. 48 hours later, my physical driver's license in the mailbox. Wow. Big ups to the Wisconsin DMV. Flawless process. Maybe 15 minutes in and out the door 
for the day of. And like Madison's not BFE. It's the state capital. Like it's yeah. large enough. Um, very, very shocked in that regard. That's impressive. One other, uh, you know, we did a positive. Uh, so we'll, we'll move into the cons category. Everyone <laughs> Keep it even. Bring, yeah, exactly. Everyone will bring up the weather. It is cold. It's like 55 today, maybe 60. I don't know if that's like half of what y'all are dealing with, but you know, a little brisk. It's half. That does not stop uh, your average random dude from being like, you know what? It shirts off in the neighborhood time of the year. Like lawnmower guy in this neighborhood is at most wearing like four different articles of clothing and I'm counting both shoes. It is a strange sighting. Uh, and to that note, something I put in the positive category, I respect women as an advocate and a supporter and an ally of all women, of course, right. a feminist, if you will. Yeah. Um, capable, willing, able to do anything they absolutely want and desire to do. Yeah. It is mildly fucking jarring to see like four or five different like landscaping crews and 80% of them have had like a female participant. And I'm like, the fuck planet am I on? This is tremendous. Yeah. This is the equality that I was looking for. <laughs> I need more women out in the gardens. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now, uh, if you don't mind me asking, because you and I have discussed mm-hmm. <laughs> the shift in racial composition from one to one extreme to the other, what sort of a... Uh, what sort of racial composition of your of your typical landscape crew are you talking about? Because you kind of gave me a tell when you said that they're not. But I suppose I don't really know because I only see people mowing down here on crews when it's hot. Mm-hmm. And obviously always like the Latino uh, outside worker will layer up and they're right. Yes. Like that's definitely better for you, especially if you're going to be doing it all day than a tank top and like gym shorts. Two factors here. One, uh, Wisconsin still does have some remnants of being a, a union state. Uh, and by that, I mean like labor union state and pro-labor uh, in that mm. regard. So I don't know if landscaping is involved with that, but I know in little things like when we've tried to set out and you know, find an electrician, you know, people are like, oh, go find a, uh, a union um, company to do the work and you'll get it done right. They'll show up, blah, 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 blah. Uh, landscaping and fast food worker service industry, 85 to 90% Caucasian. Really? Which is quite enjoyable. (laughs) (laughs) I bet it is. (laughs) It's not at all to say that I don't enjoy, uh, you know, the norm that I was used to of uh, what would we call a traditionally unrepresented underrepresented minorities that would uh, be the bulk of the service industry throughout the Dallas Fort Worth area. But there is something quite gratifying to being like, <laughs> I need a couple more packets of ketchup there, Todd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and see, you know, just that for me, I'm never going to get to experience that, you know? And that's just, that's a tough thing about being just a white guy, you know? (laughs) That's not, like, instead, I have to, I get the, oh, man, this sucks. Like, it's it's just, this is not, this is not a great scene. I don't like it. I mean, I'll tell you this, uh, you know, I I mentioned this on the air. 
Uh, and I want to get back to Wisconsin. I kind of want to spend most of our time on Wisconsin. <laughs> I'm currently experiencing, I think, the worst thing that you can experience once you're relatively financially comfortable that doesn't involve like sickness mm -hmm. or anything like actually real life shit. And that is uh, remodeling of a significant portion of your home. Mm. Mm -hmm. Because we have uh, Nora's room, our bedroom, and then really we have a third bedroom, but it's pretty small. Like there's no closet. It's really like a half bedroom. Yeah. So we needed to get some, not just shelves involved, but basically something that could double as like a full closet, you know, and mm -hmm. just attach that on like shelves, whatever. I can maybe do that. Maybe a cabinet here and there, but this is a different beast. And so we were going to do that. Uh, our bathroom was, our ba this house was built, I think, in the 60s. And our, our bathroom, our master bathroom, it's bad. Uh, it was one of those weird showers that was like completely encased in stone. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like, Pepto-Bismol color like uh, uh There was some of place. that. It was not that, but it was definitely <laughs> something that somebody built to look trendy at the time. Which just look at AT and T Stadium. That's never a good idea. Whereas right. you can look at the ballpark, the other, the middle one, not the new one, not the old one, but the, and it's like built to look classic, and it still looks cool. So, the bathroom, I'm like, all right, I guess we can get that done at the same time. But why stop there? Why not also uh, get some paneling done in the bat in the uh, bedroom and have that painted as well? And. I sort of like relented on the cost because, you know, okay, fine. We're, maybe you get the money back, right? That's what they sell you on. Right. But the upheaval to my life has been the worst thing that's, that's happened to me in a long time. Like my mattress right now is in front of my fireplace uh, in the living room. We only have access to like the half, the bath that has uh, basically a sink, a toilet, and then there's, there's Nora's shower. Uh, where her bathtub is. Uh, I can't get to any of my shit. I have a one drawer of clothing that I've been working off of for like eight days in rotation. And I hate it because I'm like routine guy. I like shit to be in the same place. I don't like not knowing where my stuff is. It freaks me the fuck out. But also then my uh, YT guilt gets stoked <laughs> because, you know, in the morning, I'm like working on a computer. Like, let's be honest. I'm not... They, they may assume I don't have a job. I leave around 10.30. I get home around 4 or 4.30. Now, you know, I do I want to go in there and tell them, like, guys, I was up at 5.30 working on the old show, you know, doing a little, <laughs> doing a little reading. <laughs> tap, tap, tapping away on a little Adobe. No. Instead, I just feel like, ah, oh, fuck, these guys, they're all talking about me. And, uh... Last week when they were here, and then the fucking lawn guys came while they were outside cutting tile, and that's like a total of like eight people, and I'm like, this is so bad. And we also had somebody coming over to look at our AC unit that day because mm. all the dust from the remodeling fucked shit up. And like, I was as the guy pulled up, I was like staring out the window. I'm like, come on, man, no, come on. <laughs> I've never been so happy to see a guy who absolutely has spoke at a school board meeting in my life. <laughs> just like a fucking big country-looking guy with a, with a goatee, and I was just like, oh, yeah. yeah, I get it, man. Got a tough, tough jobs out here, right? 
I'm like, I cannot handle feeling more antebellum right now. <laughs> like, I can't. I can't do it. I'll have to wait. Wrong house. Wrong house. That's when you start worrying about the uniform of like the one guy who has to do the interior work. Like, hey, man, you should not be dressing better than the guys outside. And you absolutely don't need to have a pitcher of lemonade in your hand. What are you doing? <laughs> I would well, say, actually, uh, I'm proud of this. The uh, the head guy here, it, their uniform, uh, all one demographic. Right. They don't have the uncomfortable guy in charge who shows up with a Yeti <laughs> and kind of just like barks directions. It's, it's, there's at least some small measure of reprieve there, but it's small measure. Yeah. The, uh, experience of living in DeSoto and Southern Dallas County that added the luxury of me being able to like outsource any of those jobs because a year ago we were faced with a very similar like slew of things that either needed to be addressed or we wanted to start working on. Like we were hit back to back with like an AC went out, we had a slab leak, we had a roof leak, and on top of that, we needed to like put up a pool fence. There were like, you know, high five five uh, digit things that needed to be repaired all at once, which is kind of what started getting the ball rolling of like, yeah, is this the forever home? Probably not. Like it ain't worth it. Let's yeah. uh, you know cash out, bro down. <laughs> but anytime I need anything to be done, I could be like. Ellis County and then enter the service. And so I would be, uh, Oh, you're coming in from Waxahachie. Yes. <laughs> I, uh, am, am, am slanting the cards, uh, a little, little to the left there. Uh, when we're looking on that spectrum and, and maybe, I don't know, you start looking up Azel or I don't know what's adjacent yeah. to, to the suburbs <laughs> you're looking for. You go? Yeah. <laughs> you start yeah. looking up Justin and, and see what's uh, accessible. <laughs> Yeah. It's going to be too for, far. They've got to show up. <laughs> yeah, and for you, you're uh as a thought leader, you're you're providing just a counterpoint to support black businesses if you're uh if, if you're KJ. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. maybe you're like, "Yeah, you know, there's a certain there's a certain value to me in uh <laughs> I would give them a call." <laughs> Jesus. I absolutely would give them a call. Uh Oh man. And which brings me back to uh, another difference here locally uh, in Wisconsin versus my experience in Texas. Um, I would say you and I, you're, you're probably the only person I would look at and say, I know they not only uh, enjoy, but respect and pay attention to local news as much as I do. Uh, as somebody who will admit that uh, in the past, I've been uh, such a nerd for like Fox four is like, as soon as I would see the announcement of, oh, Anchor uh, coming into town from wherever to Fox 4, I'm like, ah, she's probably going to take over the 7 to 8 remote Anchor slot that such and such just left because she got engaged and moved over to wherever, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, I just happened to be a she. Details. Or it could be Terrence <laughs> Sunday or Friday. I don't remember his name. I, you know, I know the whole roster. Yeah, um, for sure. I'm one of the only guys in DFW that notices the direction that Jobin Panicker looks when they start his stand-up. <laughs> Down and to the right, that's right, I'm here in Fresco. Down and to the right, that's right, I'm here in Allen. I'm like, why is he always... Is he, it's his move. It's fucking it's his move. Collinsworth slide-in of a stand-up report at, at, uh, at Lone Star Centennial. We are, or I say we, Dallas-Fort Worth is absolutely spoiled. And you see really? it when you travel. 
but absolutely spoiled with four reasonably respectable options when it comes to local news. Sure. Not only is like the local news channels, I guess the affiliate networks here, there are four probably. Only two of them do morning news. Mm. And I believe it's like four to seven is the competition between the two. And that is jarring in and of itself because then it makes it a little less accessible. But on top of that, the technology that, you know, then goes into it. I'm like, where's my Doppler, you know, weather track. We've got some rain two hours South. Like I need to know. I'm just curious. Maybe it's not going to hit us, but I need to know what that's compounded with is the talent here is, and I don't even mean visually. I'm not even saying I need hots. That's not at all what I'm saying. We've got a crop of like first five years in the biz and last five years in the biz. And that's the cross section. Yeah. Like I'm to the point where I'm like, I know it's normal to like, listen to the ticket on a stream on your phone. But if I start like web streaming Milwaukee news or something like, I'm like, am I really that hard off for like big city local news? Like I'm getting there. I'm getting there. My routine hasn't allowed much for it, but I'm getting there. So is that the thing? Like you don't Milwaukee, it's, you don't get Milwaukee news there. Uh, not locally. Madison has enough going on. Like, yeah, every other day it's like, what racist thing did Ron Johnson say? So it's, we've got our own Ted Cruz, uh, offshoot and it's, you know, that's all the news is. Okay. I guess I'm not really all that familiar with like how far away a city of a certain size has to be to a city of a bigger size before you get shut out there. But I mean, you know, I know that like even like central Texas has their own news. That's not Austin or San Antonio, you know, Austin and San Antonio have two different markets altogether. And I'd say that's probably pretty similar because Madison and Milwaukee is an hour and 15 tops into the suburbs, maybe even less if you're on the east side of one and west side of the other. So it would make sense if you'd have overlap and maybe some of those do. I'm on the west side of Madison, so we get just local whatever. Uh but that's that's definitely stood out. Like there are going to be times where I'm gonna be like, so how did Hannah Bata's wedding go? Like <laughs> you know, uh I no longer need to follow former writers for Quick Madis magazine anymore, but like I, you know, I might need that shot of adrenaline of like, man, they are really mixing it up over there with, uh, all the leftovers on CW 33. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I drive by that place every day. I'm like, man, <laughs> uh, with one exception, I will say with one exception, I don't know enough about it. I'll let, I'll let that lie. Uh, you know, you could, I don't even know like what the movie plot this would be, but I swear I've seen it in a sports movie and some other movie. You could, because I think she, after uh, she settled her case, is in retirement. You could, uh, unbeknownst to her, send a tape and a resume from Tammy Dom back to Milwaukee <laughs> News. <laughs> That's and they true. call her, and you know, like, you don't tell her for years, you know? Like, you... That station event, it's like a fair, you know, they're weighing pigs or whatever. Fuck people. <laughs> I have no idea. I literally know nothing about Wisconsin. Again, I guess we weigh pigs here too, but I don't know. Uh, and you just tell her, you like tap her on the shoulder and you're like, it was me. You know? It wasn't fate. It was me. It was me. That's right. Well, uh, go ahead. I, I will, uh, I, I guess, 
it sounds asinine to be like, oh, I feel so detached and so far uh, separated from what's going on there locally. And, and I will spare the entire world of any discussions of like what would go on in any like late night live streaming platforms and questions that are out of my bounds of knowledge. But like, I am curious to know what, uh, what the off season is going to look like for you guys in the sports world there in Dallas. Are you, are you looking forward to No, you're to not. That? No, you're not at all. You're not at all. That's a dickhead. A dickhead move. You're not at all. Are we expecting the Cowboys regression? Um, uh, no. It, no. The only thing that anyone covers, it's really kind of been a, a challenge, you know, for a, a, a news anchor, which is what I am, uh, who doesn't really like doing, you know, real news stories. Because, I mean, obviously, dude, like, the Uvalde thing is, that's all the local news is here right now. Mm-hmm. And there's two things about that uh, beyond the deaths that are really shitty. And the first one is a given, and that's just more Ted Cruz, more Ted Cruz. He's just going to be around forever. And the second one, I think, is related to the first one because it, it reminds me of why I'm so... Well, I, I just can't stand Ted Cruz, and it has nothing to do with policy, although on policy alone it would be enough, is the uh, realization that now every time we have a mass shooting, we're going to get at least two weeks of Kyle Rittenhouse in the news, uh, and then there'll just be another shooting. So, like, his his free trial period will never end. Like, it just continues. <laughs> like, he gets a, puts a different credit card in every time. And then they just go back to it. And the reason that both those two people bother me so much is, uh, you know, obviously this is like uh, separate from their actual actions is like, I can't imagine Ted Cruz sitting down with my grandfather and like my grandfather buying it. Like my, you know, or either of my grandfather, like my, my fucking grandfather eats, you know, like eight squirrel in McKamey, Texas that he shot with like a, bb gun and that was like their existence right uh the other one you know it's just weird like guys who are like all old provincial texan types i just can't imagine them like being like i just saw this video of ted cruz the other day and he was just sitting down talking like the way he was sitting looked funny and he's trying so hard with like the haircut that makes him look like he's in the super regionals and fucking (laughs) you know, Stillwater, whatever. And then he's uh, got the beard. It's just like, dude, nobody's like, I just, I have a hard time believing. I have to sell myself on the idea that people are just fuck with them because of, they just want to get there by any means necessary. Whatever it is that is a far right opinion, he'll support it. They'll take it. It doesn't matter. Like, but I, that made me think like, I wonder how far we could take this. Like, let's start with like a really effeminate homosexual guy. Like, who's not even, cl- like, and maybe, you know what, let's start with, uh, he's actually not gay. Let's start with, like, a youth pastor who doesn't even, like, try okay. to pretend that he has, like, that he's ever worked a day, like, uh, you know, no callous guy. So not let's, Peter Thiel, platform. but more like Liberty University. Yeah, let's start there, and I guess that would help on the religion thing, but then I want to keep going, and, like, I eventually want to have, like, a drag queen in the Senate <laughs> From Texas, just saying the exact same stuff because I just want to test this. I want to test, like, used to, you know, your Texas senators were like all these fucking spittoon whiskey guys. 
and they're all smoking and they probably came from oil or cattle. And then like now we're to like, all right, well, here's an Ivy League lawyer from Canada. <laughs> we're getting warmer <laughs> for sure. <laughs> like how far can we go? You know, before people are like, I don't know. Or is it literally just he can say, he, he can look like and act like and have whatever affect he wants because he spews the same hateful shit. And I think the same thing about Kyle Rittenhouse. Like, I saw a video of him today at a gun range firing an AR-15, and I'm like, dude, no one is buying this. I, but I guess they are. You know, he, he just doesn't look like he's ever been in, like, a fight. I think whatever happened that night was... Uh, you know, he did like a slap a girl thing. or something. Remember that video that came out shortly after? There was some altercation in the parking lot of like a random park, and it just looked like a. To me, all I saw was post river trip, like that post like day out on the river drunkness where just stupidity occurs. But there was an altercation of just back and forth jawing, and at some point a girl got into it, another person. He like hopped in and like. Uh, right hooked her or something was, along those lines. That was post trial or it came out after the trial? I don't remember, but I, it wasn't, it was pre trial for sure, but post shooting. Okay. And okay. I think it was just one of those things that where people were, and I don't think it happened post shooting. I think it was just kind of un, uh, thrown into the atmosphere at that point. So I'm like, I, I don't think he's the type that like would be intimidating in person, but as if with anyone else, like he's the one that's like trying to find out. He's, he's, he's up for the fight, even if he's not physically capable of it. I, I, I buy that much. But the thought of him doing gun shows shit or gun range stuff, I'm like, as you should. Like, this is your circuit. Like, that's where you belong. If anyone's there to support you, you're their dream. Absolutely. I'm into that. Uh, I'm not into that. But, like, that's fitting. I don't need to see the pivot of him then, like, sitting down without kick, uh, you know, two Sunday, you know, two seasons from now, like debating on whether or not like the new NIL rules really oh, should well, apply to you know, whoever. Um, I don't I want to get that. ready for that, but uh, I will say Caitlyn Jenner is probably the, the closest you're going to get to like a, a weather balloon on like how far are we willing to go? Because that that's probably the best test case. Uh, and that's in California too, but maybe that makes the on-ramp a little easier because there's yeah. not that first barrier of like, yeah, we're not, we're, we're not okay with showing up to uh, whatever luncheon and buying a $10,000 uh, dinner with Caitlyn Jenner. Um, I would also say that you got to think about how much medicine people are willing to swallow for their side before they really give it any critical thought. Like, you know, I don't think any of us are laying on any tracks for you name, you know, whatever leader of either party you know, democratic or Republican, whatever, like everybody's like, yeah, don't really buy into what she's selling, you know, because they're not your representative. But at the end of the day, like I'm hoping for this outcome. And so it's like people will put up whatever they have to. And I think it's the same case with him. Like, I don't think anyone's, you know, tattoo and TC on their back in thinking Ted Cruz, like they're certainly thinking broad (laughs) necks. Yeah, of course. (laughs) The only other. Yeah. But like, I I guess, I'm just trying to think about dudes that I went to high school with that went to the military and maybe like the, not all. Cause a lot of dudes I do feel like they just sign up right out of high school. They are kind of trying to like prove something. Um, but you know, I mean, my brother's not some like recon, you know, 
special forces guy. And I just, I feel like my brother would put the fear of God in Kyle Rittenhouse uh, (laughs) very, very, very quickly. And so what I want is basically, I want the kid with the glasses from Little Giants. Okay. Just, but he looks exactly the same, but he's just 20. (laughs) So like he hasn't matured at all. And I want to see if they'd take him around like with huge ass thick glasses on. And then just to see where the line is. Like, where can we go before, you know, the guy who killed Bin Laden is not like, come on my podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I want to see where, where can we take this? Like, what if it were Magic Johnson's son? (laughs) Or Dennis Rodman's daughter. Yeah, okay. I don't know like much about She has none of those other factors, but I'm saying like, you know, could we go female? Could we go, you know, person of yeah. color? Could we go, you know, like how aggressive would we be yeah. willing to take this? The one thing that bothers me about like the um, parade of like uh, reverie we get for these characters, because I mean, uh, it's not like we're like... Rittenhouse isn't having to settle for selling like a painting of the American flag on eBay to like make his boy. How pissed is he, man? Like that's the equivalent of like someone from Joe or my own time, like of college football, my own, I say that in heavily quotations, but like someone who played college sports in the early two thousands or even a decade ago, looking around like, well, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Things could have worked out a lot lot better. Or I don't know. Let's say you're in terrestrial radio and you're looking around at fucking <laughs> slapdick uh, XM radio out of New York making hundreds of millions out of gambling programs and programming. And you're like, for what? You, the the yeah. train just came a couple years later. But here's really what bothers me. If 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 I'm not one of those people, uh, I'm kind of upset that uh, we. It's okay, and I'm, that's heavy quotations. Like, why couldn't uh, Casey Anthony uh, get this amount of pub? Because at the end of the day, at least it wasn't publicly admittable to say that she did what she was alleged to have done. Even in OJ's case, like, he lost a civil suit. As best I know, Casey's relatively undefeated, and she can't go to a bar five years later. Where's she gonna? What's her circuit though? What are they gonna like? Kyle Rittenhouse is out there for guns and uh, beating back an advancement on gun rights. What are they gonna do with Casey Anthony? Are you about to make some weird case for how she can be out there for pro life because she didn't kill a baby? Or <laughs> Jesus. TikTok mom hacks presented by Casey Anthony. Okay. All right. Now, <laughs> now we're, uh, now we're heating up here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You think tired you... of cleaning up around the house? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you having, uh, are you having storage <laughs> issues? <laughs> yeah. Uh, not as lucrative, but you know, I would watch it or I would be positive that, TC would watch it and send it to me as I, that's how I interface with most TikToks. And no shame in that. Uh, well, that does bring me back to a, a big question I've, I've been uh, wanting to ask. And I know we don't turn this into a dad cast or y'all don't intentionally, 
But now that you're staring down, I don't know what a good four to five month span, four month span of uh, before it's two kid life. Uh, Where are you at mentally on all that? Uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm prepared for all out mayhem. I mean, we do have a good amount of help, but even then, it's a couple days a week that are rock solid, and then trying to figure it out from there is going to be Tetris for sure. Honestly, like this is this is the lamest thing probably I'll ever say to you, and that's saying something. <laughs> when it flipped to four months yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, four months left from the you know it could maybe it's not going to be that day with Nora. We were induced, so I just said we. She was induced. They didn't shoot that thing in my back. <laughs> I was just over there like, damn. <laughs> I thought of it. I was like, dude, I have four months to get ready. Like right now, like I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I'll be as clean, eating, living, working out, sleeping, reading. Like I'm in the middle of a, a toddler book. The lady who wrote our uh, potty training book has one just mm-hmm. on toddlers. So I, I, I started that up on the audio book. I'm like, this is fucking training camp. <laughs> like this is the only way for me to think about this is like, all right, yeah, I'm going to, we're going to have some breaks between mandatory rookie OTA and real training camp. Those will be called, uh, Iceland and Montana, <laughs> 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 but, but in between and around that, I'm like, I just gotta, I gotta try to wrap my head around this. Cause I know, I know, I mean, I don't know if it would be better if Nora were younger or older, you know, because she's very, very much like her own shit now. Like there's no, I mean, she does her thing and to get her to do your thing, a lot of convincing, a lot of figuring out how to coerce her or just at least like show her coerce is a word that Jamie Glowacki stays away from, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it's just about boundaries. Uh, but then, you know, the weird thing is it's just so unknown because Nora being like a 12-hour-a-night sleeper by like week six mm-hmm. or seven was just, I I mean, if we get that again, I, I, I can't tell you how important that would be. Yeah. Be, and we probably won't. Like, that's not a normal thing. But if we get that again, then I remember thinking like after the first couple months, I'm like, this part's not that bad. Yep. You know, but then you compound doing that part with the other part. Yeah, I know it's going to be uh, not just twice as hard. Like, it will be exponentially more demanding. But I also think that the moments that keep you going through it will not just be double. Like, they will also be attendantly exponentially uh, cooler to see one kid with the other, which you mm-hmm. already know. I assume that's how it is. Unless... yeah. I don't know, unless you have one of these psychopaths that murders your baby because <laughs> they're mad you brought someone else into the home. I really and, wish I would have case, seen The Good Son so many yeah. times as a kid. Like, I don't know that The Good Son was a good movie, but I know for some reason I watched it like five to seven times and maybe it just was like on during a Showtime preview weekend. But in my head, I was constantly like, oh, fuck, what if I've got Macaulay Culkin? Yeah. Like, mm. Uh, I mean, I'm not here to be like, oh, just you wait, or here's the key. I have, I have no fucking clue. We're like eight weeks in this two-kid life. Uh, I think, if anything, the only thing that's like been like relieving to see is like as many solo days as you have with Nora, like 
and then those become a breeze, like that's all it ever becomes because, you know, you're still playing man defense. You know, it's, it's really after the third, you got to start playing zone. If you, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. I've heard that, man. It's, it's, (laughs) it's been like, once you feel like good, it's so dumb. So dumb. Once you feel good about being like, all right, yeah, no big deal. Wife's out of town. I've got a kid. Like all other challenges after that are a breeze. Uh, Like Kai just, this week has been like, oh, I want to hold the baby. And like, you know, he's putting his hands out and wants to sit on the couch and hold the baby. And they're like, all right, well, we're good here. Like, we've got a little reprieve until, you know, she's old enough to start biting him or some shit. I don't know. Uh, the daycare evaluations that come along with like thinking like, okay, now you've got two kids in one place versus dropping off one and whatever. I will say I'm finding a new daycare spot up here. As it is anywhere, it's a little challenging. I don't know uh, what all programs are offered at your current place, uh, but I know our current pro- our current daycare offers a Spanish immersion program. Cool. Not like one that we opted in to or one that we deliberately chose. They were just like, hey, here's the classroom he's going to be in. Here's another. And this one also has our Spanish immersion. Of the... 10 times uh, he's gone in and I've been there for half the pickups a hundred percent of the time. The teachers are Hey Kai listo listo. And so I'm like, I need him to also, I don't know, know your name before you're teaching. him. <laughs> yeah. I don't know directions in Spanish. He doesn't know uh derecho uh, versus right. So like it just becomes like, the same shit you'd worry about with one kid. Yeah. And, uh, okay. What the other, uh, schedule is. I don't know. I, I'm as terrible as it sounds like my parenting mindset has always been, there are so many more dumb people, dumber people with fewer resources who get this, some aspect of right. Then like, I'm not going to fuck it up that bad. We'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> like it'll be all right. Yeah, and that's that's it feels pretentious too to like read a a book, you know, cuz it's like I remember when I to when try? I, yeah, but it's still just like <laughs> I remember when I I've told this story on the air before, but when I when we were having Nora and I would ask people like, oh, "Did you like uh do you recommend like, you know, books to prepare?" People would be like, "That shit, that's dumb." You know, I don't even waste your time. And I'd be like, "Well, which ones should I stay away from there? Like, I didn't read any of them. <laughs> like, well, you, yeah. I mean, that's just, I went back and read the stuff we read for Kai. I'll tell you that. And I yeah. mean, heck you re- you recommended the one we did for not just the sleep training, but just wait, crap. How the hell do I deal with like a two day old baby? Like what am yeah. I like that stuff randomly? Like my brain probably post concussive is a little bit different. Uh, but like the DVR effect of like some shit just gets pushed off the cliff. You're like, uh, oh crap! I've got to relearn some of these things, and you know that that's not like riding a bike. So like that training was stuff that I had to kind of like go back through and, and endure. I, again. I think I'm gonna have to do that too, because yeah. I I mean I do I you know obviously like everyone take a lot of pictures and photos. I try to journal, but it's not technical shit. It's like big picturey, like oh, and then this happened, but it's not like I don't really remember. Like what they do. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, tummy time. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, that. okay. Yeah. And then, and again, uh, uh, yeah. And know. then, 
just like how your wife is. But then the other thing too is just like it's different, you know, because it's a second one. So just thinking it's completely the same. On a lot of the stuff, it's the same, the technical stuff, but the emotional side of it. I don't know if we're going to have two different places or not because, uh, <laughs> because uh, Nora, we, we were trying to start Montessori for like two years mm-hmm. before she starts actual school, kindergarten. And uh, she had that you have to go in for like an interview. Mm-hmm. And so they went today. They could only do it at a time that I was at work. And I don't I, I don't know. And I guess we'll, we'll we'll wait and see how the final final decision comes out here. But it sounds like my girl might have bombed it. A little bit. <laughs> today wasn't her day. <laughs> like, no, I mean, the, the Christmas, like, I guess she did OK, you know. They wanted to like, and so there's no kids there, right? It's just a right. teacher coming in for her last week of school before she leaves for summer. And she's like, well, they wanted to kind of like simulate giving her a lesson. And she was just like, there's a hamster in that, in that glass thing over there. Like, are we fucking serious? Like, which I think is kind of a, it's like the combine, right? Like that ain't game speed. <laughs> like, <that's, laughs> come on, put her in a room with 15 other kids. She'll be fine. If you try to. Put her out here in one-on-one, she's going to get burnt to a crisp. She's got to press. <laughs> you know, it's like, come on. That's not That's not really fair. You're like, what do you expect? She's three. But I guess other kids do it well enough. And, you know, and I was like, oh, you know, it's fine. If it did the other place is great, you know. And I'm like, man, I wish I had just like a tape of this. <laughs> like, I really just want to know how much she was like, what's the hamster's name? And they're like, uh, Melvin. And she's like, now its name is Ted. <laughs> i'm sure it will turn out i'm sure it will be uh uh just fine uh last thing i wanted to bring up regarding the uh the the differences or the move in general um has just been like i don't know y'all's neighborhood very well like i know you know obviously where you live but i don't know the neighborhood experience you're having now you'd been to my old neighborhood in which we were the youngest by a good 35 to 40 years. Um, and so there wasn't the same kind of community. I think I see a lot of like people who live in Frisco where their neighbors are all playing beer pong throughout the street or whatever. Like our neighborhood is pretty much like 80% people with kids under five and it is fucking jarring. And that is weird going into the mindset of like, not just coming out of the pandemic, but also moving and being a little apprehensive of like, okay, who's the real secret closer here to steal from like Hannibal Burris and being suspicious of like, I know you guys are fucking smiling because people have been absurdly like nice and like, uh, welcoming so far, but, uh, just the re adjustment to like, Oh shit. These neighbors also have a two to three year old and like, they're like, Hey, can Kai like come entertain our kid for like 45 minutes? I'm like, no, fuck off. We're about to do dinner here in 12 minutes. Like, why are you even asking? And I'm like, Oh shit. No, this would be tremendous. Like in a week, like I should take advantage of it. Like for the first time ever, we have a babysitter that basically was the result of buying something on Facebook marketplace from somebody in our neighborhood, like a dresser. And as we were loading into the car, lady was like, Oh, I work in the hospital in the like kids ward or whatever, or the pediatrics ward. She's like, you need a babysitter anytime. And Nicole's like, yeah, absolutely. I'm like, that whole scene is very, very strange. So I know you guys have family very close, but to what extent have you had to like interact with like neighborhood 
people with kids. As this is an old neighborhood. This is an old neighborhood. You know, like I imagine they're, you know, Colleyville's probably different and probably some parts of Grapevine are different, <clears throat> but this is, these are old houses and most of the people who live here have lived here a very long time. In fact, the people that we bought the house from, they're the only people, the only family that ever lived here. They lived <laughs> here for 50 or 60 years. And no, and in fact, <laughs> they were native. <laughs> well, they're the only people that have ever lived in this structure. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not counting the fucking stegosauruses <laughs> that roamed panacea. The How far back moves. do I have to go? <laughs> uh, so. There's really nobody with kids over here. Like, there's uh, one family that you know about mm -hmm. uh, that has several kids, but they're older. Um, and they don't really fuck with us at all. I mean, they're, they have like four or five kids, so they're kind of their own neighborhood down there. And other than that, man, it's just pretty much, it's just pretty much retired couples. Well, we talked about like the book reading and like the research to be done to like try to not be a terrible fucking like example of a parent. I need a non TikTok social media influencer source, like not one of those, you know, Mormon ain't got shit to do time on my hands sources to be like, all right, here are the 10 rules of golf etiquette, but for like how to interact with your neighbors yeah. like, on a regular basis. Cause I'm always like, Good to see you. Y'all have a good night. Like, <laughs> yeah, but at least you don't do, head into the mailbox. At least you don't do what I would do, which is uh, it's it's other than complaining about remodeling. As I, I I've mentioned this before, my worst white trait is <laughs> you got to love the guilt though. That's, that's, your, a that's your, your best quality. That's a visual only though. But when I pass anyone, doesn't matter who they are, instinctively I just go, hey, hey. <laughs> it's kind of a N nod down a, a downward motion but kind of a weird smile and a hey you're tipping your your non-existent cap yeah basically like, why the you're fuck like, did i do that why anybody i see oh hey, hey you need to get a cowboy a festival style like prairie hat just oh to give God. you some like a, a totem to grab in that moment because no less than I'd say 70% of the time when I'm giving that same like hallway nod or like, you know, hand wave that you might see from a distance in its neighbors who like we have alleyways here, uh, who will be like in the alley fixing the garden behind their house. Like the plots aren't very huge here and might be 15 feet away and they'll like stand up from, we're not stand up from the garden, but like fully go from, bent over into the garden doing their thing. Like, you know, in garden position, knees, <laughs> right, garden. I don't right. know, yeah. but to like fully resting back onto their feet, like change their position, turn saying hi, like kind of lifting up their hat and how's it going. And I'm like rolling the trash can back and I'm like, we'll see ya. Yeah. That's and, tough. and I'm like, oh, fuck. How to it reciprocate probably, without having to talk. <laughs> I, I need to fix that because I think the first day I moved in before Nicole and the kids were here, like we started like we're renting or leasing or whatever right now, but we started our lease in April, but Nicole, we were due in mid April. Um, <clears throat> and so 
I knew from the get go, like I was going to have to come in, set up cameras, like check the place out, fly back down. And I'm like, this is going to look fucking sketchy. There's going to be a guy running around the house, setting up cameras. And then the lights are going to turn on and off. Cause they had like fucking wifi lights. Well, the first day of moving in, I felt that same sort of like paranoia and I'm like over explaining to the guy I see next door mowing the lawn. Hey, how's it going? I'm KJ. You know, my wife and kids, they'll be here this weekend. Uh, mm. just moving in. Yeah. Okay. And the guy like half pulls out an AirPod. He's like, I just mow the lawns. <laughs> he said, what you cut out? He just, he's just mowing the lawns. He didn't even live there. Oh, and I'm like okay, half yeah. explaining like, Hey, here's the justification as to why I'm here. I've actually got kids dog right on again. the way. He's like, dude, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't care. You were thrown <laughs> off by you were profiling. <laughs> 1000 percent. you look like a homeowner sir <laughs> <laughs> jesus <laughs> oh man well uh don't make too many new friends yeah couple just as far as you need to but ones with utility uh yeah. that that's it if they can uh, if they it's child care that's that's what we're looking for i can't wait for the day that you like you try to bring one of these dudes on the trip you know, and we're all like, this fucking <laughs> so. Well, I'll suck. take them to the only place I'll see fewer people of color, and that's to Montana. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's like, actually, we're only an hour from my parents' place. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. I'll talk to you soon. All right, later. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next, so until tomorrow. For everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.